Dr. Christian Northrup has written uh, extensively about what I guess we're supposed to call alternative health care. In other words, patient care. In other words, trying your very best to live to the Hippocratic Oath to first do no harm. In other words, living to the requirements of all doctors, the least invasive possible technique should be used to help people. Nothing is less invasive than naturopathic cures and approaches to disease whenever they can work. And Christian Northrup rose to some prominence, still has it. Uh, she had been on Oprah Winfrey's program, the one of the largest television talk shows in history, 10 times. And in some people call her Oprah's TV OBGYN. I don't think that's what Christiane says, but I asked her to come on the program to talk about a study that she contributed to and helped run. And it shows horrible things happening to the bodies of women during the era of the mass con job of forcing, threatening, lying, charming, paying people to get injected with these mRNA concoctions. It is where the entire inside of the uterus just comes out, usually after three to four days of bleeding and cramping. The decidua is a portion of the lining of the uterus called the endometrium that ebbs and flows with the cycles of the moon and the menstrual cycle. The only time in, in the world literature that you find this happening is under times of extreme stress. And there were, 40, in our research, 40 cases when we surveyed the world literature until 2021. And the cases just expanded. Uh, she's not just involved in studies. She is also working with lawsuits. Who is suing the American College of OBGYN, the American Board of OBGYN, and trying to get Lapido, the Surgeon General down in Florida, to ban the shots for pregnant women. They've already in Florida said no shots for children. Well, guess where children start? In the womb. This is the biggest, um, this is the biggest genocidal program ever to inject pregnant women with an experimental Thing, she asks a very good question. When did we start injecting pregnant women with experimental stuff when we tell them don't drink alcohol and maybe watch out for how much tuna you eat because of the mercury? But OK, let's line you up for an experimental injection that has luciferase, graphene oxide, mRNA that's synthetic. It decreases your immunity. And my colleague, uh, Dr. Eric Naputi is being sued by the federal government because at the beginning of COVID, he recommended vitamin D. Same federal government whose guidance board at the FDA voted 15 to zero to inject kids with the same garbage. Uh, I'm going to check to make sure um, folks can hear me. I'm going to actually move to Ms. McNally. McNally, no conflict. Yeah. 15 to zero, no conflict. They're all conflicted. But that didn't stop Pfizer, of course, and this happened before that they vote. They found that 58 babies were injected unlawfully, right? The, the EUA hadn't been 
approved for babies at that point. But nonetheless, Pfizer injected tiny babies. Naomi Wolf, who's been all over this. And then there's this. They knew. They knew. They knew. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And I think we overplayed the vaccines and it made people then worry that it's not going to protect against severe disease and hospitalization. Which, of course, it doesn't. So with the help of our friends at Soda Weight Loss, SodaWeightLoss.com, let's talk to Dr. Christiane Northrup. Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Dr. Christian Northrup joins me, MD, and by the way, I've learned a woman of great patience, unbelievable patience. Thank you so much, doctor. You are so welcome. <laughs> I, I was thrilled to go to your website and, and, and see that you, on the top of your website, say that you... Um, the, 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 the goal of the medical industrial complex, to use it phrase, that's how you word it, you word it much more um, elegantly, is not health. And no. I, I think this has become clear to a lot of people, but let me ask you this, doctor, when did that become clear to you? When I was a child. Uh, wow. I, yeah, I had a couple family members sign out of the hospital against medical advice or they'd be dead. But my aunt and uncle were both medical doctors. My father was a dentist. And we were into uh, organic food, compost heap. My mother uh, got a deer every year on Thanksgiving. You know, we understood about natural living and all that. But my dad's brother and sister made fun of him um, because they were, uh, you know, they were good people. But I learned the limitation of the medical model. So when I went to medical school, I say I was already radicalized. I knew they didn't have the whole the whole thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so as a child, you observed this, but why, why then pursue becoming a doctor? Was it because you, I mean, why, why would you do that knowing that the system's goal was not health? Because it was a better degree than a PhD at the time. It just seemed like a better degree. And listen, I never intended to practice. I just thought it was a better degree. And my dad said to me, you know, because I interviewed a whole bunch of places to be a biology teacher. And then my advisor from college, he said, you know, why don't you go to medical school? And I thought, all right, I'll go to medical school. I don't think I'll practice. But and then I saw a baby born and I just about (laughs) fell to my knees weeping with the beauty and the joy of the whole thing. And it was like one of those spiritual moments, you know, when God comes in and says, honey, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Uh, the Lord, so, yeah. When he, the Lord decides to find the way that He wants us to work uh, alongside Him, I don't think there's anything that's that's more fulfilling. That's a beautiful. There story. isn't. There isn't. Yeah. 
That's right. My, and this uh, can get us into this conversation about what's currently going on, but I should say being done, in my opinion. Our awakening really came when kids started, in, we were in the Seattle area, and I ran into a lot of families whose daughters were being tranced and given wrong sex hormones and doctors, good doctors, uh, my our lifelong, almost 20 year doctor told me, no, Todd, no responsible physician would ever do a double mastectomy on a 15 year old girl. No responsible physician would ever do this. And this was eight years ago, Dr. Northrup. And we went through a journey of, of adolescent and family mental health. So then I met more families and our daughter had an eating disorder, but we had more families um, come and tell us about this. No investigative reporter would look into it. Um, It was pure insanity that in one meeting, a quote therapist would say, yes, you are a boy trapped in a girl's body. That was a big awakening for me. And then I started to watch the response um, to COVID and question, and now I have a firm opinion on this, how much of that was health related. Um, I see those things as, as very similar that the medical establishment said there's nothing that can be done except hormones and surgery. And in the case of COVID, nothing can be done except the mRNA injections. Right. So I saw the same thing from the very beginning and at the time had testified before our state legislature on the fact that we did not need 72 mandated shots by the age of 18. I didn't know that that was the prequel to the COVID thing, but the trans agenda, here's what I say to my own adult daughters, when it comes out of nowhere and suddenly it's everywhere, it's an agenda. Like when did we have drag queens doing story hour at the Yarmouth Public Library for two-year-olds? What's that about? Now, I um, saw there's a, there's a meme that I've seen, the number of gender clinics in whatever, 2017, the number of now, they're like the, the same mushroom as the 5G towers everywhere we just um as of i think on the 14th the main department of health and human services passed a regulation that if a school master's degree school counselor says that your kid is trans and you object to it as a parent they will take your kids away yeah so at this point everybody listening if you have a child in public school you uh, that child is in a war zone and they do not have the ability to stand up for themselves against that kind of pressure unless they're a very particular kind of kid we're seeing this indoctrination starting in kindergarten and you know people go oh that can't happen in maine this is a fierce rugged independent state are you kidding it's happening throughout the our state of maine in little towns What the deal is here, let's be clear, it's global genocide. Because when you start to use those puberty blocking drugs, those people will be infertile. Now, think about this one. you got to be 25 years old to rent a car on your own. Why? Because they know that your frontal lobe inhibitory circuits that allow you to determine what's going on in the world aren't even cooked until 25, particularly if you're a guy. And so how is it that you can allow somebody who thinks that maybe they're a girl or a boy and there's all these uh, gender bending hormones in the water, there's atrazine, there's birth control pills and everyone's pee and all the rest of it. How can you say 
that that's, you know, that that's their gender. By the way, one of the largest growing populations in the mental health world is trans people who realized that was a mistake. And they're in their 20s. They're neither here nor there. They can't have children. They don't know who they are. The whole agenda was to make that happen. It is a satanic agenda, period, end of story. My profession, all right, when I see young OBGYNs at Boston Children's Hospital down in Boston, world-renowned as the center to take your sick kid, and I watch a young, woke gynecologist saying, we're doing gender-affirming hysterectomies, gender-affirming hysterectomies. And now in my profession, you've got to call it the birthing parent, chest-feeding, terms I hate, baby daddy, I mean, or, you know, birthing, whatever. Yeah. It is insanity. And if you cannot see this, then I pray for you because this you, you've been taken over by uh, MKUltra and demonic forces. Yeah, you, it's, it's, yeah you're, you're held captive. Uh, and as a Christian people, you know, uh, the Lord Jesus came to set captives free. He wasn't talking yeah. necessarily about physical captives. I mean, um, the Apostle Paul became a physical captive. Uh, Apostle John became it. They all did. Um, but it was talking about spiritual captivity. And for folks who just heard MK Ultra and said, oh, no, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, the Tavistock Center, which was the ground central for starting this global push, uh, to mutilate these children and to to render them infertile, it's confirmed to have been an intelligence op. So that's you know don't don't let don't let words that the media has taught you to fear make you run away. So, um, Doctor, then I when I watched what I call um, a behavioral kill shoot. Okay, so I don't know if you've spent any time around cattle ranches, um, but a kill shoot is a great big huge funnel. And the opening of the funnel can be five miles wide, and then it's four miles wide, and then it's three, two, one. And eventually, the cows are one single file line, and they're headed into the kill chute. And in an ethical uh, cattle ranch, the, it's a painless process. The, the, the cow is there, and then the cow is not. And I watched the building of this, this behavioral kill chute in the trans world, so-called trans, yeah. no such thing as transgender. It was, no, nothing. Don't talk about it. Talking is conversion therapy. Talking is dangerous. Get them to the surgery. When I watched COVID and simple common sense measures like vitamin D, don't be obese, get outside, get some air. Um, look at existing treatments, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. No, no, nothing except the mRNA injections. And you've written for years about the, the fertility catastrophe. And now you just, you're a contributing paper, an author to a paper about something, a phrase I just learned, um, decidual cast shedding. And this is so consistent with so much of what we've talked about with these injections. What is decidual cast shedding for this audience? It is where the entire inside of the uterus just comes out usually after three to four days of bleeding and cramping. It's so think about decidua, we, we have deciduous trees. The maple trees in the fall drop their leaves. The decidua is a portion of the lining of the uterus called the endometrium that ebbs and flows with the cycles of the moon and the menstrual cycle. 
the only time in in the world literature that you find this happening is under times of extreme stress. And there were 40 in our research, 40 cases when we surveyed the world literature until 2021, when they rolled out the shot. Now, what's interesting about the decidual cast shedding, that's in our cohort of about 6,000 women because we started a study called My Cycle Story in April of 2021 when we were seeing all these women bleeding. Now, not from having the shot, just from being around those people who'd had the shot. Lord God. We were seeing little girls uh, with vaginal hemorrhaging. We were seeing 90-year-olds starting their period again just from being around recently inoculated people. So I was at Rima Bible College with Clay Clark, his very first Re- Reawaken America tour, and I was sitting next to Warren Geek, a software engineer, and I said, Warren, we got to get this study going. Do you have any contacts? Yes, I have a company that does just that. So Warren volunteered to set up our survey, and now we have about 10 professionals looking at that database and writing the kind of papers that you saw, including Dr. James Thorpe, a high-risk pregnancy OBGYN physician from Florida who is suing the American College of OBGYN, the American Board of OBGYN, and trying to get Lapido, the Surgeon General down in Florida, to ban the shots for pregnant women. They've already in Florida said no shots for children well, guess where children start? In the womb. This is the biggest um, this is the biggest genocidal program ever to inject pregnant women with an experimental thing that you don't even know the ingredients of. I, you know we could I can tell you some of the ingredients. When did we start injecting pregnant women with experimental stuff when we tell them, don't drink alcohol? And maybe watch out for how much tuna you eat because of the mercury. But okay, let's line you up for an experimental injection that has luciferase, graphene oxide, mRNA that's synthetic. It decreases your immunity. And my colleague, uh, Dr. Eric Nakuti, is being sued by the federal government because at the beginning of COVID, he recommended vitamin D. Uh, This is outrageous, everybody. Now, I don't want you to get dejected. I don't want you to get dejected. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. So I did like, you've probably seen this one uh, meme. I love it. It's like, judgment belongs to God. I'm just arranging the meeting. Right, 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 (laughs) right. We were were talking in our life group the night about, um, you know, people who get rewards on earth. You know, um, Tony Fauci is going to retire with, you know, I know four or five, I, by the way, I do a great Fauci. Well, you know, I'm a public servant, um, that he is, he is going to retire four or 500,000 bucks a year. We know about, there's going to be far more than that. Um, you've got the stock increase, the stock bump with, um, you know, with Pfizer, Moderna, those guys cashed out early. They know what's coming. And we were talking in our, in our life group, um, from church, about when they go to see the Lord Jesus and, and on judgment day, and they sit there and, and Fauci says, well, I was a, I was a public servant for years, Lord. And, and the Lord says, and truly, truly, Tony, I tell you, you've had your reward by now. 
Um, because, th- and so there is going to be justice and I want to continue uh, with Dr. Um, Christiane Northup here uh, in, in, and I want to ask her about her appearances on, she never worked for, but appeared on Oprah Winfrey's show. Cause I got to imagine Oprah is, is absolutely anxious to have you back on to talk about this stuff in relation to the mRNA <laughs> injections. Um, oh yeah. 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 Let me just, uh, let me tell you this, that we get to do this um, and have conversations like this because of partners like Bulwark Capital Management. Um, Zach Abraham, as you know, is a dear friend of mine. I describe him as a brother quite on purpose because he's a Christian brother. And he does what Dr. Northrup does for the financial world. Not only does he steward our money and my money and, and, and a whole bunch of people in the podcast family have gone with Zach, he concentrates on risk management. And in this global, uh, I, I call it the chaos economy, if you're not set up for risk management, then you're not set up. So I, I'm begging you before the year is over, get with Zach uh, Abraham at Bulwark Capital Management and have him look at your portfolio. Is it set up to survive the chaos economy? Is it risk management focused? And I'll give you a spoiler alert. If you're set up around the 60-40 stock bond mix, which most of us were taught, you're not, you're not in risk management. So he has been telling us for a decade about 0% interest rate loans between the mobbed up entities, what that's going to mean, the inflationary environment. He told us, okay, Tesla stock's going to go really high. Why aren't the guts of what's in a Tesla? Why, isn't the, why aren't those commodity prices going up? In other words, Zach speaks math, all right? So it's Zach Abraham at Bulwark Capital Management. Call 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. And then the government kindly tells me to remind you every single time that investment advice cannot be given without client services agreement or capital management is an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial LLC and SEC registered investment advisor. And we're talking with Dr. Christiane Northrup. It is drnorthrup.com. There's a link to her website, her work, her books, her study in the podcast notes and on Substack and everywhere. Um, so, Dr. Northrup, you appeared, you think you said 10 times on Oprah Winfrey's program, and I'm sure that was a great blessing and you got an opportunity to share with people. Um, but I have to imagine she's knocking down your door to have you on immediately to disclose these results of your test around these mRNA injections. <laughs> No, no, no. I have pretty much been canceled by that whole group. All the yoga teachers, all the woke folks, all the people who said they believed in mind-body medicine, all of the people who made sure that their child never ate a GMO morsel, all the people who didn't do any of the childhood vaccines, those people all caved to the COVID agenda And they would say to me, now I've been doing this a long time, decades. And what they would say to me is, whatever happened to you, you lost your mind. It's like, I've had friends who said, well, I want to know where your mind's going because I've been following you for long enough. But that's what they did is they, they turned it around. And what happened, it's, it's called weaponized morality. So you had these really good people who believe in uh, justice for all and all of that. Well, they they got hijacked by the Marxist agenda. So we had, you know, BLM. Um, and, and so it's starting right in the summer of 2020. Yeah. Overnight, overnight, after a, a wonderful career and, you know, the 100 most trusted people in America and Reader's Digest in 2013, overnight, I'm a racist, I'm a homophobe, I'm a transphobe, I'm a QAnon conspirator. I mean, just just pick your slur. And 
But when you realize that the mainstream media, you know, I watched Out of Shadows official on Good Friday of 2020 about the satanic takeover of Hollywood and the uh, mockingbird media and the, the fact that we didn't win World War II. It was just laid out. And I watched it on Good Friday of 2020. And I said, oh, OK, I've got the agenda. I've completely got the agenda. So everything that we've always been taught was going on is not what was going on. You know, um, Eisenhower, beware the uh, military industrial complex. Right. Well, right. it was the deep state that he was talking about. Right. And, and, and here we are with a, a pharmaceutical industrial complex. Well, big right. But I want to go back to something you said. You talked about weaponized morality. You talked about you lost your mind, except you have or you are still acting upon your medical principle of the mind yeah. and the body you are still yeah. saying um for it, it, it's there, there's no argument to be made that you somehow strayed so let me ask you this um in regard to covid and the response to covid and that industrial complex um this requires supposition I suggest that Tony Fauci knows exactly what he's doing based upon his behaviors. He's, you know, subject to this lawsuit now and discovery and he's to be deposed. And this is about the, the CDC joining with Facebook and Google, et cetera, to censor uh, doctors like yourself, people like me. And Fauci is pressing it through the DOJ that no one be allowed to see video or read a transcript of his deposition. Otherwise, he can face <laughs> threats. This is the same industrial complex that said we want to wait 75 years before we release um any of the you know pfizer study data which we now know there was pfizer moderna there was no studies there was no tests and so let me ask you a two-part question number one how many people do you could you look me in the eye and say they know and and, and who are they and then i want to talk about the mechanisms um, in this injection, this concoction, that the mechanisms that can be leading to immunological derangement and, and the destruction of the uterine wall, we'll get back to the medical discussion. So you know, who do you think knows what they're doing? Oh, you mean really knows that this is a murder weapon and a genocide agenda? Yeah. Oh, the 12 bloodline families. I mean, the Pesors, the royal family. This is all orchestrated, as you know, by the city of London, the Vatican, and Washington, D.C. This is a global cabal. This is the Rothschild banking empire. They have funded both sides of the Civil War, both sides of World War I, both sides of World War II. What did we just learn? We just learned that Candace Owen, who has this new Glorify platform for patriots, um, you know, so we don't have to worry about PayPal taking us down. I lost that account in Venmo, you know, yeah. a year ago for no good reason. Um, but suddenly she comes out with Glorify, and then you find out, wait a minute, her husband is a Rothschild from England. Her name is Candace Farmer, and she is from the Rothschild dynasty. She's a duchess in England. But we all thought she was a conservative patriot like the rest of us. So you, it's the same players over and over. It's, uh, it's the World Economic Forum. It's Klaus Schwab. It's all the young global leaders. Uh, Uval Noah Harari. Oh, it is now goodness. time for surveillance under the skin. He is absolutely like the Antichrist. And it's all of those people. They're the people who know. Now, in hospitals, I have been shocked at how many of my colleagues just folded, just folded and started to demonize me 
when I haven't been saying anything different than I've said my entire career. It's and that's that's what's called the censorship enterprise. So remember, the AG of Louisiana and Missouri are the ones who got together to sue Biden, Fauci, the whole gang right. for their censorship enterprise. Now, the New York Times was calling me all of 2020, Washington Post, all of that. You know, it's time we did a profile on you. How about no? How about no? I gave my license back. People should know this. In 2015, I had an inkling. I maybe don't want to have the noose of the Board of Registration in Medicine around my neck anymore. I don't need it. I gave it back. So when all the FOIA requests came in to the main Board of Medicine, uh, for getting dirt on me. They said, well, we're sorry, you know, we, she's not under our jurisdiction. We've got three doctors in Maine, all of whom were facing licensure suspension for giving ivermectin or questioning the shot. Right. Yeah. Now, the good news is the Children's Health Defense, for one of them, Dr. Merrill Nass, a world expert, by the way, on anthrax vaccination, and she has testified before the Senate eight times on behalf of veterans, Agent Orange, and all of that. That's all from anthrax. And so they, she's been uh, up before the board. But Children's Health Defense, you got to love this, had 187,000 people on CHD TV watching her testimony before the board. It's making those little minions, those little lizards look pretty bad at this particular point. It is. We talked uh, last week with a woman, um, um, Stacy, and I, to my shame, won't say her name the right way. Uh, her husband, uh, Ryan, was uh, 42 years old when he went into the hospital with walking pneumonia, and she'd wanted him to go to the urgent care clinic. And he said, no, 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 I want to go to the hospital. She said, but you're walking, you're breathing fine. You have a, you know, oh, you've got God. a cough. And um, in a matter of, of about a month, they, they killed him. Sure and, they did with Resivir. Yeah. You, yeah, you called it. And then with venting him when he was at 90% blood oxygen, they vented him. And he, he'd gone in and said, I'm an American. I have rights. I'm not going to let them put Remdesivir in me. I'm not going to let them vent me. You're not going to let that happen. According to Stacy, and she has she has them cold. She has video. She has audio. She has surreptitiously recorded them. It was in Michigan. It was a it's a you know single party uh, recording state. Um, they sedated him. Boom off the yep. bat. Yep. They put him on anxiety yep. uh, anti anxiety meds. Boom off the bat. They what didn't, they do. Yeah, they didn't tell her we're giving him remdesivir. She just started to hear them talking about we're monitoring his kidneys. And she said, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. His kidneys, I know why that is. And she had to fool someone into admitting that they had done this to him. And before they vented him, he sent her a screenshot from his phone saying, my oxygen level's at 89% and they say they're going to vent me. And they did. And then... That it's it's an extraordinary thing. It's on the ToddHermershow.com. You can go look at this Stacy story. So, Doctor, that 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 Stacy's not alone in that. Uh, Ryan was not alone in facing a death like that. This how pervasive is that? This code of this COVID protocol of forcing these toxic drugs into people. Oh, it's everywhere. In Fresno, California, they have a class action suit right now with fourteen families who had family members. Uh, who've been murdered. So this is, let's be clear, this whole thing is a felony homicide program. So we're working with uh, sheriffs. We have bodies. We've got sheriffs who are finally standing up to do their job. We got about seven sheriffs 
so we're working with people from all over the United States to bring this down. Good. Um, Good. So, uh, but you have to understand the courts are corrupt. So every time you go in with the courts, what happens is they dismiss this. We know that the PCR test is just BS. Right. It's about a 90% false positive rate. The worst part of the PCR test is that itself is a vaccination that can uh, introduce DARPA hydrogel and all of that into the cribiform plate, the, br- the blood brain barrier. So there are people who have been suffering just from having that test. Okay. Which- I'm glad you brought that up because this has been disappeared. Um, when they're sticking that thing up your nose, right? Yeah. And you're talking about, you said the technical phrase, I, I'm not a doctor, so I don't remember it, but the blood brain barrier um, right yeah. up on the top of your sinuses. Yeah. I know that because I've right. had sinus surgery and that yeah. A, that's a very sensitive part of the body. Um, B, and to my understanding, it doesn't regenerate once it's harmed that That i don't know that i don't know um but i do know that if something was that contagious that we had to stand six feet apart why in god's name would you have to stick a swab up to the blood brain barrier and the cribiform plate why would that be you could have just breathed on something in front of you and had your answer so we you know i mean we sued our governor way back yeah um about the PCR test. And of course, the case was dismissed and the case was dismissed. This um, remdesivir death protocol, my colleague, Dr. Brian Artis is the one who came out with all that data. They killed his father-in-law. It's always the same. And I've heard, and I I do not have the paper in front of me, after 9-11 and the Patriot Act or whatever it was, they made hospitals into Uh, basically prisons. So you can't just get out of there anymore. So there are some doctors who are doing um, extractions, SWAT teams. Yeah, there. I, I haven't heard about the SWAT teams. Um, I know that there are doctors who do extractions because I know doctors who've done extractions. And yeah. I know doctors who have done everything they can to get patients out of there and save their lives. Um, right. I happen to be on the nonprofit board of a, of a um, direct patient care medical center. We don't get to call it a hospital. And uh, our docs practice the FLCC protocol and they've, yeah, they've right. saved so many lives. We're going to continue chatting with Dr. Christiane Northrup. It's drnorthrup.com. It's all in the podcast notes. It's just to clink over a, look, a, a link over to her books. And as we talk about health, remember this, I often talk about the advantages. Well, there's the looking better advantages of dropping unwanted fat. I've taken off 150 pounds of unwanted fat. I've kept that off for nearly a decade. But man, the health benefits for this are so profound. The fat we see, many people don't like the way the looks, right? Aesthetics are, one, aesthetics are one thing. But do you know visceral fat gets into your body and it can get between your organs? And and when that happens, the balance of the body is so thrown off and you end up with conditions like type 2 diabetes, like heart disease. It also just creates incredible stress in your body when you're laying down. And there's that much unwanted fat, like 150 pounds of unwanted fat in my body. That's not good sitting on your lungs. That's not good sitting on your heart or, or, or it, it, and causing that sort of stress on your body, not to mention moving around with it. And I just remind people that when I was that large, I was still a gym rat and I was strong as get out. Right. So I was that I'm so happy to be in the 400 pound bench press club and 500 pound squat club. You know what? I'd trade that for a in a heartbeat to not have that 150 pounds of unwanted fat. 
So it could be for me, I'm a pretty big guy. And for you, it could be 40 pounds of unwanted fat. So we talk a lot about the advantages to losing it. I know I don't spend enough time on the life-saving and my hand to the Lord. If my dad was still alive and he was morbidly obese and grew to hate himself, I promise you, I would have put my dad on the soda weight loss protocol. I would have paid him to do it. I would have promised him anything to extend his life. So he'd know his granddaughter because they would love each other. You have this opportunity. My dad didn't. I have family members on this. I share the success stories closest you could get to me as a family member. She is loving the program and she, she just glows. They take care of the convenience foods, the weigh-ins. You don't need to go anywhere. They carefully monitor their P-values. We've talked about what P-values are, why that's so important. They're tracking their protocol that it's still working so very well. It's sodaweightloss.com, S-O-T-A weightloss.com. By the way, soda, S-O-T-A stands for state-of-the-art. SOTAweightloss.com. Dr. Christian Northrup's with us, uh, drnorthrup.com. So, doctor, the mechanisms, uh, I heard Fauci, he uses this excuse all the time when people were talking about uh, these blood clots, these fibrous elements mm-hmm. coming up in blood. They don't look like blood clots to me. Um, they've, I've, I've read papers indicating they're misfolded hemoglobin and they create these strands that obviously can kill you. We know there's people, you know, died suddenly. This website is taking off. We know about the young athletes. But Fauci will say, well, there's no mechanism for that. He said early on about the, uh, the spike protein spreading through the body. Well, it stays at the injection site. There's no mechanism for that. No, the genes make it. It doesn't stay there. There's no spike protein uh, you know, put into the body. It's just it, it hijacks your genes. Um, I'm certain he would say about um, this decidual shedding, this, this dropping of the uterine wall. Well, but the, there would be no mechanism for that. Um, do you have any theories as to what the mechanism would be that could cause women to lose their uterine walls? And incidentally, folks, I, I, you may not want to look at it, but there's pictures of this. Women oh, yeah. took pictures of this and, and it looks very close to me like these, these so-called blood clots we've seen. So are, what would be, I mean, do you have any theory on the medical mechanism that could cause this? Um, yes, we have Dr. Sherry Tenpenny way back in 2021 wrote up the 40 mechanisms of injury you can get at drtenpenny.com. You can get from the peer-reviewed literature, the 40 mechanisms of how this stuff injures the human body. Now, we know that the lipid nanoparticles that are in these shots go to the ovaries and have a 64 times concentration in the ovaries as any other organ, probably in the testes as well. We know that if you're pregnant, they go to the placenta. They begin degrading the placenta. So that's the lipid nanoparticles. Then there are they form into these carbon nanotubules made from graphene oxide. Uh, that is, of course, to hook you up to the Internet of Things, let's be clear, and to create these microcircuits in the body. So the more shots you get, the more likely you are to have these microcircuits. Um, the coroners, the uh, morticians, are pulling these incredible clots out of people. They appear to be made out of uh, protonaceous substance. They are not blood clots. Let's be clear. They're not blood clots. We've never seen anything like it. So something's happening to the blood. Uh, the spike protein, by the way, every shot has 50 billion spike proteins in it. Then through reverse transcriptase, the mRNA gets into your DNA and makes you a factory for spike proteins. 
Yeah. Uh, so, and yeah. that doesn't even count the polysorbate 80, the polyethylene glycol. That was the stuff in the initial shots. Remember, they were saying to people, when you come in to get your shot, bring an EpiPen in case you get an anaphylactic right. reaction. Oh, but now we're giving it to five-year-olds and right. nobody has an EpiPen. So that's just from um, polysorbate 80, polyethylene glycol. Then there's uh, HEK, human embryonic kidney cells. People don't realize even the conventional vaccines have fetal DNA from aborted fetuses. So if you're a Christian out there, it seems to me, unlike what Franklin Graham said, if Jesus were walking the earth today, he would recommend the shot. Get thee behind me, Satan. I mean, that one, getting churches to have vaccine clinics, and they found, oh, if we could get faith leaders to recommend the shot, we'd be in way better condition. Yeah, talk but, about lambs yeah. to slaughter. Yeah, but let's make sure we don't talk about the fact that some of those churches got paid. Oh, because let's some not of those, talk about Some that. of those churches got paid. Schools got paid to mask and to oh, push yeah. the woke masks, oh, yeah. and there was compensation for staying locked down. Um, there's the Harvard study. It involved, I think, 45,000 people, big money from the government. They went to Harvard and said, help us figure out how to psyop people into doing this. And they created personas. There's the, the guilt persona, the opportunity for gain. Um, there's the shame persona. And they created, I think, eight to 10 personas. And you notice that all the proper, or call it pharmaganda, all the pharmaganda went along what we call in the, in the communications world, the messaging architecture. Uh -huh. um, and here's my, there, you probably, as learned as you are, I imagine you've run into the independent data analyst named, uh, who calls himself ethical skeptic. Uh, yes. All right. So I did the only known radio interview with ethical and I know who he is and he is very, very impressive man. He says right now that, and he, he is very careful because he's a data analyst, not a doctor. He right. counts non, uh, these are not COVID deaths. These are not cancer deaths. These are not heart attack deaths. These are not the common deaths at 400,000. Um, and I believe that number is in the United States. He's been tracking the all cause mortality increase. Yeah. Um, and he is mapping that very directly, very, very obviously to the injected population. If I read this directly, and if I remember this correctly, I go back to Bill Gates uh, when he was pushing this stuff, Bill Gates, whose father was a eugenicist, Bill Gates, yep. who wants to see population uh, decrease, Bill Gates, who backs abortion at all causes, at all, at all, you know, all levels. Bill Gates called this stuff a platform. He said, mRNA is a platform. I used to work for Bill, so I know what platform means. So we are a walking, we're an installed user base. And let's yep. put the apps in us. I take ethical, I take the trajectory of what we're seeing. I'm looking at the immunological derangement. And here's my question for you. And this requires supposition as a physician. Um, this seems like stuff that's going to keep killing. Uh, that that right. we know it's passed on through breast milk. We know that parents pass it on to kids. I guess I'm asking this. If you are not, if you've been injected a bunch of times, is this in your lineage forever? Supposition. Uh, obviously, we don't know. But do you think this is in your lineage forever? I do. I could. It could be. Now, we have Dr. Nagasi out of Canada, and he points out, so think about it. If you are a female fetus in utero, you've got all the eggs you're going to have at 20 weeks of a fetus. That's five months pregnant. Your mother gets an injection. 
depending upon whether that mRNA and lipid nanoparticles and all of that, if they get into the DNA of the egg within the female fetus, then she may well get to puberty and suddenly be in menopause. So we, oh. this is so nefarious. It's so nefarious that you can't get your mind around it. By the way, in 2006 on Oprah, right on Oprah, international stage, I said, do not take the Gardasil shot because that was the beginning. That's made many young women have POTS syndrome where postural orthostatic, they fall over, taking all these young female athletes and getting them in wheelchairs or making teenagers menopausal. That's the Gardasil shot that nobody needs. That's the HPV shot. And man, their marketing campaign was unbelievable on that one. But the COVID shot, here's what I tell people. Oh, don't worry about Roe v. Wade. You don't have to worry about Roe v. Wade. No one's going to need an abortion. No one's going to be able to get pregnant. Well, I said the same thing, that they replaced abortion uh, with this destruction of fertility and um, destruction of pregnancies. That, look, you can map this, and folks, we've talked about this in the show. You can do simple data mapping for mass injection countries nine months later, boom, there's the drop in fertility. Nine months. I mean, you, you can't say that's absolutely why, except country after country after country. And for people who will say, because I get it, people will hear Rothschilds and MK Ultra and say, no, 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 this is conspiracy land. Here's what you have to believe, uh, to believe that, that the instinct of our elites to control us completely has ended. That's, that's biblical. I mean, think yes. of Nebuchadnezzar going and taking people and taking them captive, Daniel and his friends, and he puts them into Babylon. And its tradition is that Daniel and his friends were, were cut up and made eunuchs. And that was an instinct of a man taken by evil. And to think that this doesn't exist now, well, Nebuchadnezzar, would, he, he'd love this. He doesn't have to take anybody captive. He just uses, yeah. he uses the mind and people put themselves in captivity. So before you reject this, we're talking about the medical mechanisms. We're talking about uh, this vast human sin problem. Now, um, are there in your mind, um, Dr. Northrup, I know doctors and uh, I can't say I can't have them on the cast because this is guaranteed to get the cast dropped. I'll put it up on Substack. And in fact, I'll do a Substack interview with these doctors. Yeah, yeah. I, I know doctors who have protocols that they swear are able to um, not negate, but mitigate the harm by the, of the hijacking of the genes and to, to make less intense uh, the body being hijacked into a spike protein factory. Uh, are you aware of, of anyone who has uh, credible evidence of that? Yes, yes. But it's anecdotal at this point. Yeah. What we don't have is, is a big study because that's where we have to go now. Now, let me just say, as a Christian, as someone who knows that we are fearfully, I substitute the word awesomely, um, and wonderfully made in the image of God, the creator is stronger than Lucifer and stronger than this Babylonian deep state system. It's stronger than that. So I know that there will be cures for this. There have to be. On the other hand, let's be very clear, a lot of people, are leaving a lot of people. Uh, Ed Dowd, you know, from Wall Street, uh, basically was the a bell ringer for all the insurance executives. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, death benefits paid out are up up to forty percent. And I've just learned from a lawyer friend that in corporations, 
because, you know, those guys, if you're an insurance actuary, you don't make mistakes. And for them to not see a 40% increase in payouts, are you kidding me? Actuaries are a whole other species of human. And so they don't make mistakes. So what they're doing now, I would have your listeners go and apply for uh, life insurance. See what happens if you've had two jabs and a booster yeah. or up to five boosters. See what happens. Yeah. Or uh, in, in these positions in corporations where they need longevity, longevity, they're not hiring anybody who's had the jabs and the boosters in some of these because they know they're not likely to be around in five years. See, here's the problem. It's a ticking time bomb because of the way that the, the shot and what's in the shot, the pseudouracil hijacks what are called toll-like receptors in the immune system. So therefore, it's gone in like a Trojan horse to shut down your immunity. So what you're seeing is people having what's called VADES, that's vaccine AIDS. By the way, if you'd like to know where Fauci started, yeah. just sort of sharpening his tools, it was the AIDS epidemic. Peter Duisberg said, wait a minute, HIV does not cause AIDS. And they came in and he killed a whole bunch of people with um, AZT. AZT. This is, this is just, uh, this is Fauci 2.0. And by the way, everyone, he makes... Stalin, Hitler, Mussolini look like choir boys. He's a mass murderer on a scale you can't even imagine. And remember, he's taken the mask off a few times. He wrote a paper um, about how he, Tony Fauci, determined that we need to change how we transport, where we live, uh, how we source our water, how many people live in our homes, the temperatures of our homes. It's megalomaniacal. Yeah. And, and that's very evident when you have a man who says, well, you know, I don't have them uh, a problem them criticizing me, uh, but when they criticize me, they, they're, they're criticizing science itself because I, I represent uh, science that's so utterly megalomaniacal um i believe as well that there is a cure uh that the lord will bring about uh by yes. by the body of christ or uh, things will end before that and my view of the of of the bible is we'll be taken to be with the lord those of us uh, who abide in, in the body of christ and if you believe in the lord jesus and if you abide in the lord jesus then you are duty bound to believe in satan and you're duty bound to remember that Satan has some techniques. He can distort, he can distract, and he can discourage. He, he can't make, he can't create, he can't love, he can't have any of these things. And remember this, if, if we can tie this all together, people will say, okay, so we've, we've touched on some medical mechanisms. We've, we've told some stories about Stacey. Dr. Northrup has shared her views on this. And then they get afraid because, oh, you're saying this is very organized. Let me go back through how we began. Do you remember when drag queen story time became important? Yeah. And then it went global. Everywhere yeah. but China. That's weird. Uh, don't go try to do drag queen story time in China or Russia. That's weird. Um, yeah. And then the transing of the kids began being pushed on a global basis. Except China. Well, in Russia, because Putin won't have it. Um, and... Critical race theory is a Maoist concept being pushed down upon the United States and the West. Not so much in China. They, they don't bother with that. They just put Uyghurs in death camps. Yes. That's all organized. 
Yeah. And and to have you mentioned uh, Klaus's guy, um, the uh, the you speak of megalomaniacal, the guy who said uh, we're going to have real intelligent design, not by an elf in the sky. Ari, uh, let's forget his yeah, name. Yeah, Ruval Harari. Yeah, no, um, Ruval Harari. Right. Yeah, his uh, name means son of Cain, by the way. Oh, good. <laughs> um, so remember this: you can't be a believer in the Lord Jesus and in the Bible and not believe in Satan. And then just remember that the the, the path is narrow. There's going to be few who get through this, and just decide to be the people who get through it, right? Because you're exactly yes. right, Doctor. The Lord is bigger than all of this. And I'd like to remind people this: at no time did God say, "Oh man, I didn't see that coming." <laughs> that, that that never happened, right? The Lord sees all, he sees you. And I would say this to folks who are caught in the medical system. You know, when we told Stacy's story, doctor, there were there were doctors and nurses, uh, this woman whose husband was killed. She has them on tape saying, we know that this isn't going to help your husbands, uh, but we're afraid for our jobs. We're doing this because of oh, politics. Yeah. So let me tell you something. Yeah. It, if that's the decision you made, God help you. God help you. And you better get down on your knees and uh, repent because, uh, whoa, whoa. What profiteth a man to gain the world and lose your soul? This is about harvesting of souls. What Lucifer's trying to do here is get as many souls as possible while he still can before they get to Jesus. Right. That's right. what's happening here. Right. And we've got to be very, very clear about that. Right. And most Christians, good people, good people, people with empathy, have such a hard time believing that there are people with no conscience. It's why I wrote this book, Dodging Energy Vampires. I didn't know it was predictive programming for now. I just knew that one in five people has a personality disorder. Thanksgiving is coming up. You know who the people are in your family. They get power by splitting, gossiping, all the rest of it. There's a continuum, basic narcissist, self-centered, can deal with them. And then there's the psychopaths. These are psychopaths. And they want you dead. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. Well said. And and Satan said, oh, surely you won't die. Right. When he was distorting. Oh, did, did God really say you can't eat from the, the, the plants here? And Eve said, no, no, no. Only from that tree, the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We're not supposed to eat that fruit uh, or we'll die. And then Satan said, oh, surely you won't die. And the World Health Organization said, you don't have an immune system. Yeah. There's no such thing as herd immunity. It has been a, a real honor to chat with you. Uh, certainly illuminating um, Dr. Christiane Northrup. Again, the links uh, to her podcast, her work, her book uh, are in the show notes here. And doctor, I always ask my guests to go with God's good grace. So I will ask that of you. And I always wrap the show the same way, roughly, which is to say, this is the Todd Herman show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind and be abiding. And also... Let's just thank the Lord that people like Dr. Northrup have been given the spirit to speak. She said when she was a kid, she knew medicine was broken and the goal was not health. And the Lord took her by the arm and said, hey, Christiane, you're one of the few people gifted to know your mission at such a young age. Let's all, all concentrate on abiding.